TalkZone.com Now, TalkZone presents All Things Employment with Vicki Caza. All Things Employment with issues, answers, and information for today's job market. Here's your host, Vicki Caza. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this edition of All Things Employment on the TalkZone.com radio network. Our call-in number is 888-463-6748 or 888-GO-FOR-IT. And we invite folks to call in while we have the show live and ask questions about the topics we talk about today or anything else that may be on your mind in the world of All Things Employment. Today, I've got a special guest who's going to help us demystify the facts versus fiction of search firms. Now, many people that I've been working with in my company have come to me with questions about how's the what's the best way to find a job today? What is the best venue? Do they answer ads? Do they network? Do they use recruiters? What is the best way really to find a job? And what we've been finding in the work that we've been doing a lot of people don't know really what an executive search firm or a recruiter or a staffing agency can do and the services that they provide how they find candidates, how they get paid, how companies seek them out. And what I was going to do today is I have a special guest on who's been in the search firm industry for the past 15 years. His name is Bob Bellatoni. He is the president of Trading Places Executive Search. Now, as I said, Bob is a seasoned HR recruiter with more than 15 years' experience in recruiting for large banking and financial institutions. He founded his company, Trading Places in 1994 with one concept in mind, and that concept is this, be honest, be the best, and be accountable. Now, through Bob's efforts, Trading Places Executive Search has become one of the most recognized executive search firms in the New York tri-state area. The firm has placed countless outstanding individuals in a variety of positions for some of the largest, most selective institutions in the United States. The mission of Trading Places Executive Search is to become a dedicated partner in search by providing the most promising positions and organizations and placing quality at the center of everything they do. Now, you can look on the Internet. You can look you know, on the yellow pages in an 800 directory, and you can find a multitude of executive search firms. But what Bob and I will talk about today is what makes firms stand apart from each other and what makes it worthwhile for a candidate to engage in a search firm and exactly what you can expect. So I'd like to take this opportunity to welcome my guest, Bob Bellatoni of Trading Places Executive Search. Bob, thanks so much for being with us today. Well, thank you so much, Vicki, for the opportunity to be with you. It's a pleasure to talk with you again. Terrific. Thank you. Wonderful introduction. Thank you very much. Well, you've earned it. You've got a great track record. You've got a great background. You provide an excellent service. And what I'm hoping to do today, Bob, is to help our listeners understand what they can expect from a search firm, what they, what you do provide, what you don't provide, the ins and outs of it. So I think I'd like to start off in asking you specifically and just, you know, right off the top, what is the role of an executive recruiter? What exactly can they expect? Well, if you look at the title, Executive Search Firm, it pretty much says it all. Um, we're recruiting and uh, sourcing and identifying specific talent for our client companies, which mainly are executives, vice presidents and above. There are some times where we, where we would source and identify candidates for uh, positions a little bit lower than that, but for the most part, an executive search firm is going to go out there, source and identify candidates for target companies with specific specific 
um, talents in mind. Mm. In general, that's what an executive search firm would do. That's their primary role to go out and find people, uh, sort of like a talent scout for corporations. Oh, that's a good way of putting it. I hadn't thought about that. Bob, one thing I'd like, if you could explain a little bit what sourcing means. I think I, I know what that means from my years of experience in the HR world, and obviously you do because you do it every day. But if you say to someone or one of our listeners who'd hear you say we source, what exactly does that mean to the average person? Well, sourcing would be going out and canvassing a certain industry uh, for a specific talent. So generally what happens when an executive search firm works with a client company, the client company will provide them with a specific job order uh, with specific requirements for that particular individual. So it would be my task or any uh, executive search firm's uh, you know, task to go out and source that candidate by canvassing a particular industry that would include cold calling, perhaps putting ads in the paper, and so on and so forth. Most of the, our job is done predominantly by cold calling. Executives generally don't put their um, resumes out on job boards, at least that I've noticed over the last 15 years, unless they want to be seen by everyone, uh, which is usually not the case. So we would go out and, and, and do a search, a physical search, uh, trying to source that candidate. Once we obtain that candidate, we would then identify that particular person's talent, see if they match up to the job description and then the particulars that we need to satisfy our client, and then we would propose that candidate to our client. We would endorse that candidate, letting them know that we've done all the research, the background information, uh, the interviews, and so on, letting them know that we have pretty much, you know, met the task of finding one, sourcing one, identifying them as the talent that they need, and letting them know about it. That's a great description of it. As I said, I've, I've been familiar with sourcing from my years in HR, but I think you've covered all the bases. That's great. The one thing I did want to ask you, too, and you mentioned you do the cold calling. You know, most people don't really like getting the call that, you know, somebody's trying to sell them something or whatever. But I would imagine an executive, if you were to reach out to an executive and mention that you have a position that they may be of interest, do you, do you normally get a, a warm reception to a call like that? Well, it depends. Uh, quite frankly, it's a numbers game. You know, you need to go out and... and um, you know, how would I say this? I guess I just guess, sir. Uh, you know, to throw as many lines out there as you could possibly get. Normally, people are happy in their jobs. We're looking for passive candidates, not candidates that are out there constantly looking, throwing their resume around, or, or self-sourcing, if you could use that term. So I would say that it's a numbers game. Uh, you're going to get both a warm reception and a cold reception, but that's part of the job. You know, you're out there to go out and identify a candidate for the client, and you need to uh, go out and work hard and do it. So, uh, yeah, the answer to your question is both hot and warm uh, receptions. Ah, interesting. Now, in, in the today's market, do you still find the need to cold call, or do you, or do you feel that there's enough candidates out there in the mix, or do you, does your firm still engage in, in the cold calling? Well, we have always cold called. We mm-hmm. find that in our particular case, that's the best method of getting the results that we want. Uh, of course, there are, you know, we're, like any other company, we'll put our name out there on the internet or business uh, networks and so on and so forth. But we find out that our clients need to have a, uh, a response, a quick response, or as quickly as possible. So rather than wait for it to happen, we're going to go out there and see if we can make it happen. 
Oh, great. That's good to know for anybody who's out there looking. Answer those calls. You never know who's calling. That's that's great information, Bob. Thanks for that. I appreciate that. Now, we'll talk a little bit more about some of the differences. Now, we've all heard terms thrown around like headhunter, recruiter, staffing agency, executive search. Can you tell me what in your mind or what in your experience is the difference between, say, a headhunter or a staffing agency or just a normal recruiting firm? Well, if you if you want to break it down, executive search firms, or particularly if they have that title listed in their name, are would would brand themselves as an executive search firm. So it's not a general recruiting agency, and, and for most part, um, they're dedicating their time to executives. Um, as far as being a recruiter, I mean, there's two types of recruiters. There's internal recruiters and external recruiters, and those would be general recruiters. They would source. Um, for most candidates, depending on their level of expertise and their job description. But the internal recruiter would be one person that is working for that particular company. If I could use the name, can I mention a name of anyone else? Absolutely. You know, sure. say J.P. Morgan Chase or, or Goldman Sachs, for example. If you if you were on the line with an internal recruiter for one of those companies, that internal recruiter would only be interested in sourcing you for one of their jobs in their company, whereas an mm-hmm. external recruiter... Uh, would be a third-party contractor that's going to go out and represent many companies, similar to myself, but they do a general recruitment versus an executive recruitment. Mm -hmm. And the term headhunter, now, in my opinion, and I could be wrong, but it's a a slang. It's an informal heading for for an executive search firm. As I mentioned before, we're going out, we're making the cold calls, and we're calling people and prospecting people and planting the seeds of opportunity with them and letting them know that there's something there that may be interesting to them or someone that they know. So hence the term headhunter. Hmm. So, so the difference that, between mm-hmm. the callers is just slightly different, but there's different levels. Yeah. And what about a staffing agency, Bob? Is there is that akin to the internal, external recruiter that you mentioned, or is there a difference? Because you see so many of these temporary work and, and what have you is what's what would be if there is a difference between a staffing agency and a recruiter? Well, a staffing agency generally uh, um, meets the work needs of any particular company. They generally work with uh, temporary employees, and and they'll, they'll also do full time employees. But they are more general in the sense of. Um, assisting their clients finding the uh, the needs uh, or the talent that they need in a general level. Mm-hmm. They're not very specific. I mean, they could you could go to a staffing agency and they may re- be recruiting for accountants, administrative assistants, bank tellers, you know, our personal bankers, um, our college grads, whatever the case may be. It's a very broad net that they cast out there. Mm. Interesting. And I think that's a great description of the three different types because as I mentioned to you in our conversations before, before our, before the show and also in, in other things that I've mentioned on, on the radio program that people don't really know the difference. You know, I've got folks coming in speaking with us in our, in our company about what's the best way to go ahead and get their name out there and do I use a recruiter? Do I use a headhunter? They're not really even sure to really what extent they should be, you know, looking on the outside to help find their job. Another question too, Bob, based on what you mentioned before when you said an internal recruiter. Now, you, is this, when you mentioned JP Morgan or some other companies, did you mean that that was internal to their company specifically? And if so, do you see that companies are still doing a lot of their own recruiting or have they cut back on that as well? Well, to answer your question, yes, the internal recruiter is specific for their company. They're only interested in placing people or onboarding people within the realms of their, you know, organization. 
So and uh, so they would be only interested in talking about their jobs uh, versus mm. the general recruiter or headhunter where they would give you numerous jobs in numerous companies. So mm-hmm. now, from an external recruiter, you'll get a broader range of opportunities provided you're qualified and the jobs are available rather than just going to one particular internal wholesaler. Uh, to answer the second part of your question, I truly believe they are recruiting right now, absolutely. Um, they may be laying off some people, from what I understand, in the HR in- industry because they have an abundance of people replying to some of their you know, advertisements or their websites. But, yes, they are still recruiting, and, and that's a big part. That's a cost-saving opportunity for them to recruit uh, independently. Hmm. Very interesting because you normally hear, you know, especially in, in today's market when you see so many companies letting people go, you don't think of the flip side of that, that they, they're still hiring and people are still being brought in for interviews and such. And, and the one thing that I try to impart on folks that we work with through the company is that even when a company says there's a hiring freeze, it doesn't mean they're not hiring anybody. That generally means they're replacing people who retire or who leave or be, or are promoted. They may not be increasing headcount, but they're still hiring. And, and what you've just said really speaks to that, that they are absolutely still looking and, and some of the internal companies have very specific needs to be filled out there. So that's, that's, that's a great way to put it. I, I'm glad to, uh, it, it seems to be meshing with exactly what we've been saying. So that's, that's actually uh, very good. Well, now let me ask. Go ahead, I'm sorry. They're, they're, the, the companies are still hiring out there. So there's hope for everyone. You know, yeah. Don't think that's because that there's massive layoffs and you're hearing all the bad news and all this downturn on the news and, and the industries and you're reading the newspapers. I really believe that there's, there's, a, there's opportunities out there for people and they just have to dig maybe a little bit deeper. Yeah, that's a great tip, Bob, and I think that's going to make people feel a lot better. And just so for anybody who just may have tuned in, I'm speaking with Bob Bellatoni, president of Trading Places Executive Search located in New York. Our call-in number here is 888-463-6748 if you'd like to call and ask Bob a question or ask me a question about anything having to do with the employment picture today or finding a new position. Let's ask another question, Bob, before we go to break, and that is people always ask what benefit will I gain by using a recruiting firm? You know, there's so much out there on the Internet now. Do I really or should I really engage with a recruiting firm? What can you tell people? What would they, what's the benefit of using a firm? Well, uh, the first thought that comes to mind when, when if I was looking for a job, and, and although I'm, I'm a recruiter and I know a little bit better, is, you know, you're going to have someone there to help you. You're going to have someone there to guide you. Um, that's one fact that I think a recruiter poses to people or an option that he poses or she poses versus being alone and getting on the internet by yourself and navigating through the challenges that you may have. Uh, So I think he's there to be a guardian angel or or someone to help you. The other thing a recruiter is going to provide for you is they're going to identify jobs that you may not be aware of. You Mm. You know, you may go to a job board and there may not be an advertisement for this particular job and yet they gave it to a recruiter. So, you know, recruiters are, are... have their ears to the ground all the time, and they're working with many different people, many different hiring managers and HR people. So there are many benefits that that, that recruiters could provide. An additional um, testament to working with a recruiter is they'll they'll test you and prep you for an interview. You know, they'll bring years of client knowledge to your attention, which you wouldn't normally know if you were just going online and going on your own. Um, and they can bring out the best in you, you know, and they could encourage you and, and, and you know, create a, a bond with you that's going to help you through the process, particularly if you haven't interviewed before. 
you know, or if you haven't interviewed in a long time. As I said, yeah. we, we deal with so many folks who have been with the same company for 15 or 20 years and come to us and say, I'm not even sure what they're going to ask me or what I, I should be prepared for, how to answer certain questions. So, and I, I think a lot of what you're saying is, is akin almost to what coaches can do, but the big difference with a recruiting firm is that you then help them get placed in a position where a coach really is just there to guide you, to use your term, to be a guardian angel, to help guide you on the right path, but not necessarily to place you in a position. Would that be a fair statement? That's really what sets you apart from, say, just a, an executive coach? I would think that the executive, executive coach is there, like you said, just to guide you. Or, but if you go to a good, reputable executive search firm or, or recruiter, you know they're going to co- they're going to coach you. They're going to guide you. They're going to bring you through the process from A to Z. They're going to do the onboarding. They're going to do the applications. They're going to do some of the background checks. They're going to tell you what you need to expect, or what the next step is, so on and so forth. So you know the recruiters are not there just to send a resume. In my personal opinion, in my 15 years of experience, I've never just scrubbed a resume, sent it to my client, and gave them my opinion. Uh, and, you know I help the candidate from the beginning process all the way through the end. So you can, you have a choice there. You could use a recruiter and then go to a coach, or you could go to a good recruiter and have both. And very interesting. Now, one real quick question. We're going to be taking a break here in about two minutes. But really quickly, when you mentioned that you really do an in-depth view of the candidate before you send somebody, which is a great thing, as a rule, do you see everybody before you send them on an interview, Bob? And if if so, if it's somebody not in your area, do you do it by a teleconference at any time? Well, we try to get to as many people up front and personal as possible. There are cases where we can't, you know, mm-hmm. so I don't want to stay here in, in every case that we see everyone, particularly if we're doing something, you know, that's out of state and, and uh, we can't bring the person in. But for the most part, yes, we do see the candidates and or we know those candidates for years. We use a network of, of candidates that we've been involved with, you know, maybe not all the same candidate. Obviously, you can't turn these candidates around, but uh, we're out there creating relationships and building relationships with candidates that are not looking for jobs. Um, and then we get to know their temperament, their personality, their attitude. So we use every mechanism possible. Telemarketing and teleconferencing is certainly one of them. I haven't had the opportunity to do that recently, but if that was available, we would use every means possible to get as much information and as much 3D imaging as we can. Mm. And I guess we'll just, you know, really quickly again, because we're going to go to break now, but do you, would you say it's a fair statement to say that when you're at the higher levels, the way you recruit, the companies absolutely want somebody to eyeball and or know this person prior to them being sent in for an interview? Oh, Is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You need to do your due diligence on all candidates. So eyeballing them and being upfront with them is absolutely a, a very critical part of that. Yeah, because a few people that I've been working with have said to me, and I'm working with somebody who has a position open, and they're not going to send me on the interview until I see them first. You know, what's the deal with that? And what I try to explain to them is, you know, they need to be able to represent you with no reservation, because it's their reputation on the line, just as it is the company. So they need to absolutely know who they're sending and that you are a viable candidate. You may present very well in, in on the phone, but how do you present in person? Do you, do you have the, you know, the presence that they're looking for? And, and can you really articulate what it is you're looking, they, they need you to do before they send you? So that's an excellent point. Well, well just have to, be- to remember in some cases, excuse me, I'm sorry if I interrupted. It's okay. Uh, you have to remember that executive search firms and recruiters are actually an extension of the company's human resource department. So, you know, you have to impress them as much as you would have to impress anyone else in the company. 
And I think that's a great way to put it, Bob. And I think we're right at the time for a break. We're going to be taking a break shortly. Again, you're listening to All Things Employment on TalkZone.com. This is Vicki Caza, and we're speaking with Bob Bellatoni. So come on back after the break. Thank you. <laughs> 